for me personally, my favorite is when I can sit on top of somebody and they are also sitting up um, and we're having sex and then I can suck the blood out of their back. Welcome back to Other People's Lives. I'm Joe Santagato. I'm Greg Dybeck. Just want to give a quick shout out to all of our patrons uh, over at patreon.com slash OPL show who are supporting the show. And when you sign up, you get bonus episodes as well as access to our Discord server where you can chat with the community and previous guests. Yes. And as always, we've got our guests on the line today. So thank you so much for being on the show. Oh, no problem. <laughs> so I got to be honest here. Last season, we did the poop fetish episode. Uh, I didn't think anything would top that but now here we are talking about blood play so can you just kind of start out by uh, letting us know what blood play is i heard the poop fetish one and that motivated me to write in so i was like i think i can do this one um so to me blood play is incorporating blood into sex basically so you know, whether it's cutting or needling or lanceling or whatever way you want to break the skin, just incorporating that some way into sex. So, you know, you, all right, so needling, right? So you have like a needle in your nightstand and you're cutting people open or like needling (laughs) them so they bleed a little bit? I mean, it depends. So normally, like if I'm picking a new partner to do this with, I'm not going to be like, hey, bro, let me like slice you open like a little Christmas ham. So it's it's more like um, you start off with like uh, like a diabetes needle. I've got one here. It's a AccuCheck soft click. So like something like that, just something real little with a little needle in it. So they don't like freak out. And then you just start off with that and then you can start smearing, smearing that around or you can drink it or just a little bit just to ease them in, you know? And Wait, then- you're drinking the blood? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I, didn't, I thought it was just like a, you know, a smear job kind <laughs> Sorry, of thing. I didn't I know you were for- drinking it. Did I forget to mention that in my email? Yes, I consume it. Yes, that's part of it. Okay. All right. A yes. lot of it? Ah, uh, if it depends what situation, doesn't it? I guess so. <laughs> I guess so. I'm not familiar with the situation. Well, I mean, you know, blood. you've got a vending machine, you've got a one liter water bottle, you've got a Coke can, like you've got options. It depends what you're using, you know? What if we, let, <laughs> let, let's start <laughs> at the basic beginner level and kind of work our way up here. Um, so you, because... <laughs> You're saying like you to introduce this to someone. This is obviously something important to you that you want in your sex life. So you, when you talk about, I guess, like needling or like, what do you do exactly? So there's a partner that maybe says, okay, I'm down for this. Let's let's go through the beginner level. Like, what are you doing? How much blood are we talking? And how is that a part of intercourse very beginning normal i like getting normal people like i don't want people that are like into it also because like boring um i want people that aren't don't even know it exists and then i'm like hey nerdy guy from tinder this is a thing and then they're always like oh i don't know about that and i'm like okay that's cool like i'm down whatever and then like you know once you start sleeping together for like a bit or like whatever um 
then you can be like, hey, I'm into this thing. It's kind of weird. Like, I this, can I explain it to you? And then you, like, explain it. And then, like, okay, well, like, let me think on it. Um, and then they always come around and go, okay, well, maybe I'll give it a go, right? Because how strange can it really be? And that's when you start off with, like, a small, small thing. So, you know when people have, like, diabetes and they have to take their mm. blood, so they have to use a special, like, needle pen? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I start off with something real small like that on, like, the third setting, and it's just, it's like a pinprick, like a bunch of little pinpricks. And so you get, like, a little bit of blood, and then that gets them, like, comfortable with them looking at blood coming out of their own body and going, okay, this isn't an emergency, I'm not dying. You know what I mean? Yeah, so you're, you're like, but you're, like, pushing the skin around it so that you can get as much blood out as possible. Uh, no, I normally like to just do quite a lot of holes. Again, in the beginning, like, you really want to be careful not to freak somebody out because then they will never do it again. And, um, yeah, so in the beginning, it's just very light, small things to get them, like, acclimated to it. You know, you get a new fish, you put it in water, it has to sit, sit in the bag, that sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. Same thing. And, t- and to be fair, like, if you, like, I feel like I can get, could get convinced to try this out so like so far i think i'm on board as the person in the scenario who's like you know what let's just see maybe it doesn't hurt maybe it's not too much blood so what do you when you get to that point what are you doing with the blood and i guess is it just is it part of like actual like intercourse that you're having is it foreplay like where does it kind of fit into the whole scenario so again if this is somebody that's like real beginning um it will be beforehand but if it ventures in so once we get comfortable with beforehand then it can move on to during so then i can be doing that during so i can be getting more blood out of them during the certain positions that make it easier for during um where are you cutting them so okay so if i'm cutting like with a with like a scalpel or also all of this is readily available on ebay so people out there if you're curious just head on over to ebay (laughs) I'm um, picturing your nightstand filled of needles and scalpels and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have to get the... I also used to be a body piercer. So I have a lot of, like, um, knowledge in how to sterilize things and, like, all that sort of stuff. So Because I'm really not trying to catch anything. So, right. um, yeah, you can get, like, scalpels that are pre-sealed and, like, autoclaved um, just on the internet. So, yeah, you can cut people open and, like, that's a thing. Um the back of the shoulder blade is a good spot because it's close enough to the neck that it's not um, near anything dangerous. Like, I'm not going to hit anything that's actually important. Um, otherwise, just the arm and the hand. The hand is the best place to start because then you can do it from a distance um, when they're beginning and they don't get freaked out by it. Um, I like it on my mouth. Like, I like it moved around on my mouth or I like to drink it. So the biggest example, probably the best example I have of me drinking it. Um, I don't know. Do you want me to talk about that now? Or <laughs> yeah, go crazy. Let's do it. Okay. So I was in a mental hospital for three months and I had psychosis because I have bipolar. And um, I had just decided part of my um, delusion because I'm into blood play. It sort of like goes hand in hand is that I'm a vampire. That's just a thing that I think sometimes when I get, like, level 10 crazy, right? And um, 
I was in the mental hospital. There was this, like, 37-year-old heroin addict, like, dude that kept, like, hitting on me. And I was like, ew, disgusting. Get away from me. Anyway, and then they put me on a, he- like, a stupid amount of benzos to, like, try and get me out of my manic, psychotic state. Anyway, that day I went into his room, which you're not allowed to do, and he gets off on scaring people. And so I, like, sat down in the tube chair in, like, his room and he came up to me with, like, hairdressing scissors and he's, like, covered in health, uh, like, self-harm scars and, like, whatever. So somehow he managed to sneak, uh, like, hairdressing scissors into the hospital and then he split his leg open in front of me, like, like, head length and then I just sucked the blood out of his leg without even thinking about it, like, just... Wait, this is a guy that you just met in a mental hospital that cut his leg open and you're sucking his leg? Yes. Okay. Yes. So then I did that and I just didn't think about it. And then that freaked him out because he was trying to scare me. But then I ended up scaring him. It was like a whole thing. And then, um, and then the whole, and then I had to go tell my psychologist because when I got out of like the benzo cloud, I was like, oh, shit, he's a heroin addict. I'm probably going to have AIDS or something. So then they had to, like, test us. It was, like, a whole thing. And it was a giant hospital drama. And the hospital got in trouble because they shouldn't have allowed us to even be anywhere near each other. So, like, that was a whole thing. Um, But, yeah, like, I'm not opposed to drinking it straight out of somebody. But finding somebody that is comfortable just cutting themselves open like that um, is very difficult and also finding somebody that is like that that isn't severely mentally ill is difficult do you know what i mean i i suppose <laughs> but <laughs> i think so. so so like my my question is now like you talked about how you know someone on the ground level you're like all right i'll give him one of those like diabetes needles and we'll give we'll give him a little poke and we'll see what's going on but like you know I think I assume that a man cutting open his leg and you suck in his leg to get the blood is an isolated incident. But what is usually like best case scenario for you? Uh, you know, walk us through like how you're incorporating this into sex when it's like at its highest level. Um. Oh, it really depends on the person. So probably just cutting. Really cutting just cutting in general and then drinking out of the cut waiting for the cut to coagulate maybe opening it back up again like it it really depends or like picking a specific spot that you'll continue to reopen like that's um like if it's a regular partner like picking a spot that provides a lot of blood but also like not too much because you don't want to overdo it obviously um yeah so it's, it's really dependent on the person because, you know, everyone's anatomy is different and also, like, uh, I might be able to f- sit in that p- that particular position with one person, but, you know, having sex with people is just different every time. So mm-hmm. um, it just depends. Like, the, for me personally, my favourite is when I can sit on top of somebody and they are also sitting up. Um, and we're having sex, and then I can suck the blood out of their back. That is preferable. Gotcha. Okay, I can see it. I can see it. Yeah. Yes. Picturing that. That's the preferable scenario. 
or if I can get them to like lay on their back and I can cut them a lot and just enjoy that in itself. It's, do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, well, I think first of all, uh, I mean, hottest start to an episode of all time, congratulations. And <laughs> I am curious though, uh, uh, I guess what about this, uh, like what really drew you to it initially? Like. Obviously, now you're at the point where you're drinking it during intercourse and it seems like pretty large quantities. Um, but how did you first begin to realize like, hey, I might be into this? And how did you kind of start to explore it yourself? Oh, this is weird. So <laughs> the other stuff wasn't weird. This is about to get weirder. Um, so when I was 12, I watched a movie called Excision. And it's a movie with a bunch of like, this like weird girl in it and she has all these like weird dreams about having sex with dead people and being in a bathtub full of blood and like this and it was like the first um introduction to sex so in my brain what I think has happened is my brain has gone oh that's normal and Mm. now that's what I seek out like the whole dead people thing thank god I'm not you know, off down at the morgue every day. But like, do do you know what I mean? Like that's a, that's a thing. Maybe I could have sex with dead people probably, (laughs) but like I wouldn't, do you know what I mean? Because that's insane. So. Well, well, okay. So you wouldn't actually like go dig up a body and have sex with a dead person. But is is that a somewhat of a fantasy? Disturbing to me. Does that make sense? The thought of, having sex with dead people isn't disturbing yeah i mean so you're do you try to like incorporate that aspect like is there a role play of your partner being dead oh okay is that something that you would explore (laughs) i just feel like it's not believable they're clearly alive do you know what i mean like (laughs) 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 that's just them doing nothing and me doing all the work like that's just that's just like a shit a guy that's a shit root that's all that is Right. So, uh, but like, also, you know, how do you prepare for? Because this is not like a normal kind of like way of having sex. Like, there's a lot of blood being thrown around. So it's like, do you have to put down like a towel, or do you have to like, you know, are you changing your sheets every time you're having sex because there's blood everywhere? Like, what's what's the protocol here? Yeah. So I have white sheets, white sheets on white sheets on white sheets, which presents its own problem, but that's what I like. Um, <laughs> so. It's just, uh, again, like if it's only the, the little diabetes pen, no sheet needed, my mouth will vacuum it up. It's fine. Um, but like if it's a, a lot, a lot, then like, yeah, you have to like put some plastic or I don't know, like just be careful. You don't get it everywhere. I mean, blood's actually, as much as people tell you it's hard to get out of things, as long as you get it out before it coagulates, it's much, much easier to get out of things. Like, I could have somebody bleed on white sheets, and as long as I strip them afterwards and ch- chuck them in the washing machine, it'll come out. So, hmm. well, I'm going to take your word for it. I assume you'd know. <laughs> no, no, for real. It does. It does. It actually does. So, it's fine. Yeah, you just have to be, like, sensible about it. Right. <laughs> okay. So, um, so <laughs> So understanding that you kind of saw this as your first kind of window into like sex or it was just always a normal part of sex for you because you consume that at a young age. Um, I guess, how did you 
or or what really turned you on to it once you started trying it um, like what about blood do you love self because i was curious so with the uh. i watched that whole movie i watched it so many times and then when i got older and i had youtube i just started watching the clips of the girl in the bath um with with the covered in the blood and then watching the girl with the dead people and all that. I just kept watching those clips like again and again because they just wouldn't leave my head. And then um, and then I just started doing it to myself. So then I just started getting like, yeah, I start again, I eased myself into it with like a diabetes pen and whatever. But I'm not into it really happening on myself, but I had to figure out what was the best way to be doing this, you know? Mm-hmm. And there's not that much information on it at the time. Like that's, I was like, how old was I? Like twelve. So then I would have been like fourteen. So like two years later. Um, just for podcast sake, I'm twenty two. Um, okay. So <laughs> I was, gonna, but also like twelve is like kind of early to be like you start. So you started off your like sexual down your sexual path like with this in mind already. Yes. I haven't been interested in sex without being interested in this. If anything, I was interested in this before I was interested in sex. I thought wow. that that the it's a life force to me, though. Also, it's the most intimate thing that you can really do because it's the whole essence and the thing that makes your body work. I'm absorbing, like it's a power thing. Also, yeah, I mean, wow. I'm not saying this to be funny, but like I can see why that's hot for like lack of a better term you know yes exactly it's and i don't let them do it to me it's i'm taking it from you it's that so you don't get cut at all no fuck no i'm not getting cut up (laughs) 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 no so is it is it a power aspect too that seems very inconvenient i I figured we got scalpels you know flying around sometimes you get cut sometimes you bleed on people i mean yeah if i fuck up i'll accidentally cut myself but like i'm not into cutting myself i mean if i cut myself in the kitchen or something like you know i'll suck the blood out of my finger or like whatever if i skin my knee i'll suck the blood out of my knee but like it's not like i'm going out of my way to cut myself to suck blood out of myself because it's i already have my own blood i want somebody else's gotcha so i mean what percentage of this are you interested in as far as like it sounds like you're heavily interested in consuming it uh but as far as the smearing uh goes you said that you like it smeared all over your mouth oh yeah i like it on my face as much as i can get it over it on my face on my chest like I uh, yeah, I'll I'll put it on myself. If I have it on my hands, I'll just put it on myself if it's not enough to drink. Um if I don't have a partner at the time that isn't interested in it, I'll buy that like fake Halloween blood and just go in the shower and pour it on myself. Have a great old time. Just Oh, even that does it for you. Uh to a point. Like you've got to make uh-huh. compromises at some point when you have a weird thing. Like if you can't it's not like I have you know, blood bags on tap. Like I've actually got to find somebody, you know? Yeah. <laughs> That's interesting wow. though, that you say that even if you, if you don't have a partner that is not into it, then you're like, well, I guess I'll go to the store and get some fake blood. Then, yeah. There's a this. dollar store down at like near the, um, the suburb I live in. 
And at the moment, they have all their Halloween stuff. So I just stocked up on like a bunch of fake blood. And the fake <laughs> blood that they have is like pretty shit. So I have to add like some stuff to it to like thicken it up a little bit. But it's it's all right. It's not bad. Is this like a daily occurrence? Are you getting, you know, some blood action every day? Uh, not every day. I did last night. So uh, it just depends. Nice. Fresh off the night. Fresh off some blood. <laughs> yeah, fresh off some blood. Um. Yeah, no, so I had, um, what did I do last night? I Not not with a real person, unfortunately, no, but, like, I was doing my fake blood shit last night. Just took some Xanax and had a nice little relaxing blood time. One of my friends was just like, what the fuck are you doing? And I was like, what the fuck do you think I'm doing? Anyway. Um, some people pour a glass of wine and watch The Office. You're just <laughs> pouring blood on yourself. You know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> Taking Xanax. Exactly. It's, rom- it's a romantic night. <laughs> exactly. But you just, I mean, the uh, the problem is, is that that fake blood stuff stains. The best way to get it off is mouthwash, actually. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. So I have Did, to figure um, that out. I'm curious. It, it seems like you've had a lot of success, obviously, with partners um, where you're able to incorporate blood in different ways, kind of at different levels. Uh, but have you ever had an instance where it didn't go well? Um, I've had people say, oh, yeah, like, sure. And then we get to the diabetes clicker and they're like, oh, maybe not. And I'm like, okay, all good. Like, I'm never going to, like, force somebody into it or be like, oh, well, I'm not going to have sex with you. It's like, well, I will. Like, I'm attracted to you. The blood isn't, like um guaranteed you know what i mean Mm -hmm. um i have done blood play without it being sexual though i have done that in the beginning that's how i sort of eased my way into it because i was i was doing blood play before i lost my virginity what were you doing then i was just sucking blood out of people like you were just like trying to you were like convincing your friends like yo let me just oh no not my friends not my friends (laughs) Jesus Christ, <laughs> have you been to high school? Do you know how quickly that would travel? Um, yeah. Yeah, no. So, like, I had a lot of friends that went to, like, different schools, like, boys that went to, like, private schools that um, I'd be like, hey, like, just want to see you this weekend. Like, do you mind if I just do this, like, fun and fresh thing with you? Like, whatever. And, um, yeah, no, so I would suck blood out of them, like, before I even got sexual. Because, again, that was enough for me to be satisfied sexually. Like, I didn't need the extra. Gotcha. Mm, Mm -hmm. Exactly. Which, again, it's all very peculiar. Yeah, it seems like like you've been sucking blood out of people for quite some time. Is there a safety concern? Or how do you, like, vet? who you're going to suck blood out of because it could be dangerous, right? Absolutely. So the, the the worst thing I ever did was suck the blood out of a 37-year-old heroin addict in hospital without <laughs> even thinking. And then them, right. the right. whole hospital panicking because they were like, you could have AIDS. And I was like, ha lol, test me. So then they did. And <laughs> <laughs> they did and I was fine. Um, I have nothing, just for the record, which is fortunate from all the you know, stuff I've been doing. But these days I'm pretty careful about, you know, what I'm doing and who I do it with. I just check that people have been tested and, you know, hey, do you have any bloodborne diseases? You know, I'm sure they would know. 
Yeah, so you do ask for, like, people... Have you ever, like, asked people to actively get te uh, tested? Absolutely, yes. Yeah, because I think, like, that would be, like, my main concern mm -hmm. is, like... Because for me, like... I'm not a big blood person, so I'm on the other. I'm on the other side of this. Not that I'm like afraid of blood, because I know there's people that see blood and they like pass out. It's nothing like that. I just prefer for people not to bleed on me because I'm like that is such an easy way to get something that a, someone has. You know yes, what I mean? Yes, absolutely, so it is. Yes. I feel like my thing would be like, all right, we're gonna test the shit out of these people. To make sure it's like safe if it's something that you know you're into obviously yeah that, you know well, it could be like super dangerous to do yeah exactly so like now that's what i require is like hey like i need to make sure that you but also i'm not doing this with anyone that i think is sketchy or like lying to me you know what i mean so i'm like go get tested right. let me know what you come back as you know what i mean like i need to know that before we do this um but you are still essentially trusting their word uh, yeah, sometimes I see paperwork if I think that they're sketch, but, um, yes, yeah. But I also test myself. I go and get tested, um, blood mm -hmm. tests anyway. I have other health issues, so, like, I have to get blood tests anyway, so, like, I'm not, it's not like I just have to get blood tests for, you know, <laughs> my activities, my nighttime activities. <laughs> so, thank right. God. I tell you what is weird, though, going into pharmacists and being like, hey, what, you know, at what what diabetes pens do you have available at the moment? Like on a whim, like um, mm. the other night, I took an like an Uber to a pharmacy at like ten thirty at night, and I was like, "Hey, like, what have you got to break the skin?" Because I was on Xanax, so I just <laughs> wasn't thinking about what I was saying. And I'm like, "Oh, what have you got to break the skin?" And they're like, "What do you mean?" And I'm just like, "Needles." you got to <laughs> occupy like what do you got and they're just like for what and i'm like you <laughs> don't want to know just sell like, it cuz i'm me. thirsty that's why all right yeah. give me a fucking pen <laughs> legit i was just like just give me anyway so they ended up giving me um i was actually worked out really well i got a they thought that i had diabetes in the end cuz i just lied i was like yeah i have diabetes and they were like okay um and they gave me a, a free a free acupunch pen so that was just that just worked out real good for me the government paying for my fetish. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, what percentage you, of what what percentage of your sexual encounters will have blood play involved? Uh, do you mean like the percentage of people that I interact with that will eventually do blood play with me? Yeah, like for like every ten times you have sex, how many of those times is there blood involved? Ah. Uh, Probably. Oh, that's hard because I was in a two-year relationship where the guy would not let me. So, I don't know. If we cut that out, then like half. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Because I just wanted to know like how often this is, you know, as often going down I, for you. As often as I can get away with. As, as often as <laughs> I can get away with. Like, literally. And, and is there... It seems like there's kind of an, a real interest because you mentioned earlier about finding people who have never done this. So like, is that kind of your goal? Not to make you sound like, I don't know, some like, like villain that's like out at night. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but you're, are you like on Tinder trying to go on dates with people who have zero experience so that you can be the one to pop their blood cherry? I just think a lot of the guys that are into it are just a bit, 
annoying. <laughs> so why are they annoying? I, they're all just like real like long hair screamo stretches and I'm like not into that at all so I'm like <laughs> I'd much rather I like like for example like the all the guys that I end up talking to are like um scientists or I don't know like production managers or I like <laughs> like have like real adult jo- like you know what I mean and I'm like, yeah, yeah. Look, okay, okay. you live a very normal life and I could give you a little bit of a chaotic weekend and I think you need that. So, so do you know what I mean? Yeah, like just stiff dudes who you want to be like, let's open you up and let and bleed. But also like, right? like nerdy guys too, because it's also like right. you're never going to have this again unless it's with me. And that again, it's mm-hmm. another power thing of... I know that you can't do this unless you have me and that means that if you like this, you're going to get obsessed with me and that's going to validate me and then I'm not going to talk to you again. Like, just like... (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what I I mean? Yeah, and and you know what? I respect it, to be honest. I respect the hustle. That's the truth of it, isn't it? Like, I don't know. It's just a good time. Yeah, well, you know you what really like you turns you on. <laughs> yeah. Oh, here's here's an update for you, okay? Also, um, Got it. so t- after this podcast, in a couple hours, I'm going to the dentist now. Why is this special, you may wonder? <laughs> because I am getting custom molds made of my teeth, which then are being sent to Western Australia for a special cosmetic dentist to make me porcelain fangs. Wow. And you're just going to be biting people from now on, huh? No, 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 no. It's just for the <laughs> aesthetics. But I can drink blood with the fangs in, but I won't be biting them. They're way too expensive and too sharp. It would, it just wouldn't be clean wow. enough, you know? And then right. I'd be putting it back in my mouth and, oh, no. So well, you're really buying nice. it. You're, you're getting into the, the vampire stuff. So you're going to buy fangs and yeah, the whole and thing, I'd, huh? I didn't want like comical fangs. Do you know what I mean? Like I want them to be like like I'm. They're getting color matched with my teeth, so uh-huh. it's like a whole thing. And I have to send in a cast of my teeth, so then they can build it off that out of composite veneer to like make me a perfect fang that I want and can specify to like whatever length I want. They're going on my laterals, so like that will look good. Um, I don't know, and I, I, I live my normal life, but I also sometimes wear, like, full long, you know, velvet gowns with actual medieval corsets and a blood amulet just, like, around, and then we'll, the next day I'll be in, like, jeans and a turtleneck going down to Coles. So, like, it's, it's a weird life. <laughs> yeah, but, but an interesting sort of like, one. It's sort of like cosplay, but also you're... You're not playing around. No, no. You're so serious. Exactly. Like on my nightstand, I have a, like a fake bag of blood, like, you know, like a transfusion bag that you would see in a hospital full of fake blood, just like on my nightstand. Wow. So this is your favorite thing in the world. I mean, maybe I think raspberries are, but this is pretty (laughs) close. 
raspberry. <laughs> uh, you mentioned before that you were in a two-year relationship with someone who wouldn't do this with you, though. So going forward, if you were to get in a relationship again or potentially married, if that's the path you wanted to go, would you require that your partner be into this? Absolutely, yes. So you won't make that mistake again. Uh, no. Well, originally, this is this is the problem with men, isn't it? Originally, <laughs> originally he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, once I get comfortable, originally, originally. And then by that time, we fucking fell in love. And I was like, well, shit, now I, I can't have any blood, but I love you, so I'm stuck. So, <laughs> so, yeah, no. And I lived with him for like two years. And then I was like, all right, I'm good. See you later. I can't. Gotcha. So blood before love going forward. Blood before <laughs> love. Yeah. No, but it makes Always. sense. Because again, it's the ul- it's the ultimate exchange. It really is. As mm. much as you think that sex is, the ultimate exchange is trusting that that person is telling the truth about, hey, mm. there's nothing in my blood that will get you and you believing it <laughs> and and taking it that and also them trusting you to cut them and not kill them on accident like that's a thing that's a yeah that's a big trust thing exactly yeah. because that's that's why i always do the shoulder i don't do the neck because there's too much important stuff in the neck and i'm not trying to kill anyone so you know right. I mean, as much as that well, would just feed right into the necrophilia really not looking well, to go to jail <laughs> so no comment on that, but while we're on the topic of, I guess, the dangers of this, I feel like we do need to talk about, like, if anyone's listening that's potentially into this or would want to get into this, like, are there any general tips you have for safety? Because that seems like a really, you know, important aspect of all of this. Yes. Okay. Uh, don't suck blood out of a heroin addict. Rule number one. Uh, yeah. Definitely got, like, don't just take everyone for their word. Also, like, actually ask questions. Like, if you're like, oh, are you clean? Like, that normally means STIs and stuff. Really dig into the whole blood thing. And if you're into the blood thing, you should know what bloodborne diseases there are and also what t- what that test is called and, wh- and what all the things on the test look like. Like, so then if they're telling the truth about being tested, you could be like, oh, yeah. What colors the piece of paper? Like, just like basic things like that. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and and the cutting aspect too. Like, is that something that you had to, I guess, like learn or perfect? Because that seems really scary to be the one doing the cutting. Yes. So again, the the best thing to do is have them the first time lying out flat because that evens your blood pressure. If they're standing up or like sitting up or whatever, they're way more um, likely to get woozy. Normally, if you do it when they're f- they're on their stomach, also they can't see. And for a lot of people, that makes it better because the actual blood freaks them out, like seeing it come out of them. Because again, you're biologically trained to be like, I'm bleeding, I'm in trouble. So if they can't see mm. it, it it makes it a lot easier on that person, like not freaking out um, or anything like that. So just, you know, you just have to be careful really honestly and communicate. And like, if they get woozy, just stop, make sure they have sugar beforehand. So they have high blood sugars. So they're not going to faint on you. 
because that's just a mess if somebody faints on you and they're bleeding and then you have to get them up and it's yeah it's really difficult especially if they're a fully grown man and you're also a woman manipulating someone that's just fainted like a a man who is heavier <laughs> is very difficult so again just like lay them flat oh man i mean all, all right. great advice all great advice honestly <laughs> but this has been uh quite eye-opening i must say but i feel like uh i i gotta i gotta be honest like you're just a very open person i feel like i've known you for years <laughs> everybody says that to me <laughs> you're an open book yes i were i'll just tell you anything truly honestly it's it's the truth that's how you get them in and then you, you cut suck blood out of a heroin addict's <laughs> leg like yeah i, I mean just, everything's kind of easy from that point on i just don't get uncomfortable about it do you know what i mean yeah yeah for sure it's like well, why, yeah. why should I? No, and it's it's yeah, it's really cool to just hear you, you know, own this and you know how much you enjoy it and also just like how seriously you take it. Like obviously it's not something you can just jump right into. You obviously have to be careful, but you know, you, you take it seriously, you obviously find people, make them feel comfortable, which is a super important part of it. And I mean, it seems like a really memorable time. I'm sure there's a lot of people who have not forgotten you. <laughs> ah, they always hit me back in the DMs, always. <laughs> <laughs> they need more of that blood. It's always like, oh, what are you doing Saturday? And I'm like, sorry, I already had you. Are you I'm drunk. You, you didn't taste as good as the other one. <laughs> oh, right, that's hold enough. on. That's I was just going to ask that. A la the last thing I wanted to ask you was like, do people taste different? Yes absolutely do you have like a favorite like yo that dude was fucking he was good <laughs> sort of so um it's sort of the metallic taste like um it also depends how much it coagulates but i do have somebody that i i prefer but then i'm also like i don't prefer the sex with that person so it makes it difficult i'm like am i uh. am i going for the meal or am i going for the activity like that's gotcha yeah exactly <laughs> all right <laughs> gotcha you, gotcha yeah <laughs> yeah it's well, like are you just going to the bar or are you ordering food too yes yeah. exactly or like if you go to a theme park great ride shit food like <laughs> right <laughs> that's wow Yes. That's a perfect example. It is, well, isn't it? <laughs> we appreciate you coming on and being so honest and open about this. Uh, it's been quite a ride and, and very interesting, I must say. It's fucking, it's wild. That's okay. I hope I didn't disappoint. <laughs> not at, No, not at all. Exceeded my expectations, if I'm being completely honest. I didn't know you were going to suck the blood out of an estranged heroin addict's leg. So, <laughs> I didn't either. Been... It was a surprise for me too, but here we are. <laughs> best day ever <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh, yeah no oh one more thing do you want another thing or is this enough things for you no go ahead do it go ahead drop it yeah so the the blade tattoo i don't know if i mentioned that you have a blade tattoo so do you know blade the early 2000s uh vampire movie wesley snipes of course <laughs> oh yeah so you know how they all have 
those um, like vampire clan little symbol things, uh, right. like all the vampires do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have the frost one. You have the tattoo? Yes, I have the frost vampire tattoo, yes. Well, wow. I mean, you're just. You should have been casted for the movie at this point. <laughs> well, I could, but I was just like, I, I've got to add to it, don't I? But see, now I'm getting fangs. I'm like, at what point is this going to escalate a bit too far? <laughs> I think pretty soon you'll be sleeping in a coffin. I so. wish. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> they're, they're actually very expensive. I did look into it. <laughs> Well, it seems you you seem like someone who gets what they want, so I wouldn't be surprised if you hit us up in the future, uh, letting us know that you now have a coffin. But honestly, in my mind, like you're you're a vampire. You're you're the closest thing to a vampire I've ever yes, met. Yes, that's so. what that's what I think. When people like vampires aren't real, I'm like, how do I not qualify? Drink blood. Like, what else do you want from me, really? <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yes. Wow. All right, I'll leave you alone now. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, we appreciate you coming on and talk to us. It's been it's been fun. That's okay. All right, have a good one. Have a good rest of your night. (laughs) See you. Bye. Before we get to our final thoughts, we do have some sponsors for today. The first one being HelloFresh. HelloFresh offers convenient note contact delivery to your doorstep for easy home cooking with the family. Uh, the recipes are easy to follow and they have a step-by-step instructions on how to make these meals. So not only do you have a nice meal, but you also have the knowledge on how to make these things because everything comes pre-portioned in a package on your doorstep, um, no contact, and uh, you get to figure out how to cook these things they help you out in that in that way so if you want to get into cooking or you just aren't that creative and coming up with ideas for recipes this is going to be right up your alley um, so go check out um, HelloFresh also they have you know high quality stuff and it's all pre-portioned and um, you can make meals that are delicious and nutritious um, they have 20 minute meals low calorie meals vegetarian kid approved recipes and more um, so definitely go check them out if you're uh, looking to you know, make a change. Also, make a change in a different way. Uh, so far in 2020, they have donated 3.5 million meals. So you, it's nice to know that you are supporting a company that, you know, is giving back as well. And uh, right now, you can go to hellofresh.com/opl90 and use the code OPL90 to get $90 off, including uh, free shipping. Again, that is hellofresh.com/opl90 and use the code OPL90 to get $90 off, including free shipping. So go check out uh, HelloFresh. Uh, they're great. They have amazing food. So go check them out. Next here, we have Care Of. Uh, Care Of is a wellness brand that makes it easy to maintain your health goals with customized vitamin with a customized vitamin plan that helps you feel your best today and supports you uh, long term. Um, all their products are formulated with good for you, clean ingredients that are backed by science. Um, they have an in-depth five-minute online quiz that actually questions about your diet, your lifestyle, um, any health concerns, or you know anything like that, and they you know adjust it to your specific wellness uh, needs or goals. Um, but they are great. Um, they have a holistic online quiz that is like getting a one-on-one consultation, um, basically with a nutrition, nutritionist, um, all without leaving your house. Um, so yeah, it's a, it's a awesome product and, uh, it's going to keep you healthy, you know, some vitamins for your body. Uh, it's always good to have that. And for 50% off of your first care of order, go to takecareof.com and enter the code OPL50. Again, that is take care of T-A-K-E-C-A-R-E-O-F.com and enter the code OPL50 
for 50% off of your first order. All right, so you get a one-on-one -on -one consultation and it's gonna be uh, spe uh, specifically made just for you. Um, so definitely go check them out. Again, it is takecareof.com and enter, enter the code OPL50. And lastly here, we have Headspace. Headspace is your daily dose of mindfulness in the form of guided meditations in an easy to use app. So I was using Headspace for a while. I actually kind of fell off of it, I'm not gonna lie. Um, but it really helps. Um, we helps you with guided meditation. They have classes that are five minutes long, 10 minutes long, up to I think like an hour, a half an hour, like pretty significant amount of meditation, which, you know, while I was doing it, it I, I felt amazing. And I know there's a lot of people out there who were like me that wanted to get into meditation, um, but didn't know how, or didn't really know, you know, what would be the best way to go about it. With the app, they make it so easy to get started and they kind of walk you through and make you do this like introductory sort of class to, you know, meditation. And once you get really good at it, it is amazing. You do it in the morning or you do it right before you go to sleep and you feel, you just feel great. Um, but yeah, it can really help you feel better if you're overwhelmed or something like it's, it's just, it's amazing. And it's backed by 25 published studies on its benefits, 600,000 five-star reviews and over 60 million downloads. So, uh, Headspace is the real deal. And, um, you know, if you want to start using Headspace, you can go to headspace.com slash OPL. Um, and when you do that, you get a free one month trial with access to Headspace's full library of meditations for every situation. Uh, again, that is headspace.com slash OPL for one free month uh, trial uh, with access to the full library of meditations. So definitely hop on that if this is something that you wanted to get into or something you want to try. Here's the way to do it. All right. You get a free one month trial headspace.com slash OPL. I have no words for what I just heard. <laughs> that was that was wild. Do you feel ch like uh, challenged ch by her almost? Challenged? I don't know. <laughs> oh, let me try to explain this. Okay, there was just something about her where she'll like get what she wants from you and then just say fuck off, you know? So you, you want really to be the cool. one to, to have the special blood that no. keeps her around? I do want to know like if my blood tastes good. I want to know that too, obviously. But, but I, I don't feel challenged. I just can't, I can't get over the story of being in a mental hospital and the dude breaking in and then cutting his leg open in front of you. A man, you have no idea who he is. And then you're like, fuck yeah, dude. And, and she, you treat his leg like a water fountain. That dude picked the wrong room. Wrong or the right fucking room, room dude. <laughs> or the right room. Fucking but. room. <laughs> or the right one, yeah. Dude, I can't even. I can't. What was going through that dude's mind in that moment? He was probably like, what the fuck is happening? This is not how I thought this was going to go at all. It was just wild. I, I can't that, believe that story. She, yo, she is a lot of fun, like, to talk to. Like, I was yeah. laughing the entire time, and I was just like, it's just a wild story. Yeah. It's just and I feel cool. Like we, we slowly uncovered this vampire thing. I think it's a very real component to this whole thing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mentioning of the, the bag of blood just hanging on her fucking nightstand, like snuck that in there. Yeah, it's like more of like, it's not even just the act itself. It's like a lifestyle. And I guess that lifestyle's, it's just the vampire lifestyle, I guess. It's the vamp life, baby. Vamp life, right? Yeah. But <laughs> it's just cool. Like we just keep getting to talk to people who like are owning their fetish to such extreme levels 
that they just have so much fun with it. Like, I know. She just, I feel like she hasn't had like a not fun weekend in years. Dude, uh, you know what this show makes me feel like? Because like obviously as we do it, like these things become more and more common. And you realize there's people out there that live this life and people know about it and they're just very comfortable with it. And it just makes me feel like, yo, I don't know anyone who's into anything. I know, right? You know what I mean? Like no one I know has this shit. Yeah, but, or they're not like, talking I, about it. I want to meet this this woman and just kind of yeah. hang out with her, you know, and just kind of see what's going on. Yeah, see what's going on. I'm not gonna blit. Listen, <laughs> one diabetes. Just real quick, just on the away. finger. Like, how's it taste? One to ten. <laughs> just like one to quick ten. Quick suck. Blind it's taste. Not sexual. Test. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'd uh, get competitive. Like, yo, why does yours taste yeah. better than mine? <laughs> um wow i mean all the power to her uh good for her i hope she stays safe but it, it seems like she knows what she's doing and yeah, i hope she keeps finding people to do it with i'm sh- I'm sure she will she has a, a charm about her so i, I mm-hmm. assume that she will uh you know find some some men who are willing to get you know little pricks in their back and their hands or wherever start yeah start slow and well here's my last question for you then if if someone proposed it the way she was proposing it where maybe she was really able to make you feel comfortable of like look this isn't going to get out of control tell me what you're comfortable with maybe we start with like a slit or something like how far do you think you would go or would you at least try it i would try it for sure because it's easy to to do the little prick thing in your on your finger on your hand or whatever like whatever not a big deal uh the scalpel is scary yeah like i'd just be like i don't really trust you like if you if they were a surgeon i'd be like all right go crazy because like you you know where to not go you know what i'm saying but also i don't want a bunch of fucking random cuts on my body i guess that's part of it yeah but i would do the the prick thing you know because like those they heal in like fucking 20 minutes and you don't even know about it yeah like yeah, One so yeah, I'll for do that story. and like push all the blood out and like smear it on you. Fine, I'll do that shit. I'll try it out, see how it's going. But I don't want to like, I don't want to like have to taste my own blood. It's fucking gross. Yeah, to yeah. Me. Well, all right, that's blood play. Now I, we know. You know. Yeah. Now, now we uh, know. <laughs> dude, I love also my favorite part of this episode was where I was like, <laughs> I was like, Jesus, sounds like this is your favorite thing in the world. She's like, no, nah, actually, raspberries. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just mad fucking random. Uh, but yeah, so crazy episode. Uh, a lot of fun. But for anyone out there who uh, feels like they have something that would fit well for the show, don't hesitate to reach out to us. We're always looking for new guests. Uh, hit us up. Go to OPLshow.com. Click on contact. Send us an email. And we go through all of them. So if it fits, then we'll reach out to you and we'll schedule something. Yes, follow us on Instagram at OPL Podcast. We post a bunch of clips and other things there. Uh, follow us on Patreon at patreon.com slash OPL Show. A uh, small contribution helps support the show, and you get a ton of bonus episodes. Uh, you get conversations with previous guests. You get the episode where Joe wore a diaper for 24 hours. There's a lot of good stuff uh, that won't appear on this main channel. So go check that out. Uh, help support the show. And uh, thank you. Yep, and that is all. See you guys next time.